Hello everyone and welcome to That's Business Bitches. I'm Nathan from Nathan Lashes and I'm joined with... I'm Chloe from the Strive Society. And we really wanted to do a podcast and we are here, or podcast. (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we really wanted to do it and yeah, we're doing it, finally. Um, So this first episode is going to be all about getting to know you guys and you guys getting to know us and business besties so shall we get into it so the podcast is called that's business bitches and we called it that we were umming and ahhing for a few days weren't we about the name what to call it and then you came up with the name and we wanted to call it because that's business bitches like whenever there's a problem in your business that's just business bitches that's just business bitches and you actually created that saying, didn't you? Like, I did. You said it to me a few times. Um, so, like, when I've gone on and messaged you, and I'm like, oh my God, this has gone wrong. And you're just like, that's business bitches. Business bitches. It's but pretty yeah. much the motto to live by in life. If you have a business, then that's it. It's business bitches. There's not really much else to it. Yeah. I actually love it. I live by it. I might get tattoos, to be honest. Shall we get matching tattoos? Probably. <laughs> I don't like tattoos. I actually don't have any tattoos, but I do want I one. I think my first one will be like that's business bitches. Actually, Matt, so, I want you guys to know a little bit more about me and Chloe. So I'm gonna let Chloe go first. So Chloe, will you tell us a little bit more about you? I mean, what do you want to know, hun? Obviously, I'm basic. <laughs> I'm 26, a business owner, a dog mum. And that's pretty much how I identify in like life. That's just how Shout I out Red, yeah. Shout out Red. Woo! No, so I have a social media marketing agency, and that's how me and Nathan met and fell in love. And mm. then the rest has been magical ever since. <laughs> it really has, and it it actually has. We are a little bit in love. I don't <laughs> think I'm your type, and I'm definitely engaged, but mm. I think we're in love anyway. Maybe in another life. May- yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm 24 and I own a lash company so I was a lash technician for a few years and then I mean I still am one now and then after two years I started my brand Nathan Lashes and yeah that's it that's business bitches that's business bitches (laughs) that's a bit about us so now we're going to talk a little bit about how we got into this business um, because even though I'm in Lashes and Chloe's in social media, the two cross over a lot. Thank and you also work with my sister, Naomi, who owns the Lash Club. And you are like the representative for the Lash Club, aren't you? I pretty much am, yeah. So when you know a lot about Lashes now. And that's why this podcast is such a good mix, because you're social media, I'm Lashes. But then we're both, we're both business social media business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're both business owners. I solely only now work with Lash Techs bar one of my clients. So yeah. I've really like landed myself into mm-hmm. the whole like lash industry. I mean, obviously I've got lashes on now. Like I love lashes mm-hmm. and I love everything beauty anyway. But yeah, I'm pretty sure other than making a fan, I could do like everything else. Uh, you know how to make a fan. Yeah, no. You do? Oh, well, <laughs> time you come up, I'm going to teach you and you're going to be... I might as well be an Ashtech. I might as well be an Ashtech. But yeah, I think I have learned so much about lashes because obviously I have to create content for lash businesses. And I don't want to look like an imposter. And I don't want the people that I work with to look like an imposter because they're posting things that like aren't relevant to lashes. So I have to do a hell of a lot of research. And then you obviously are like the king, queen of like <laughs> going viral on Instagram and like marketing your business so you you probably know just as much as I do about social media and I don't think I know just as much about you about lashes as you but you know I know I know enough to get by yeah social media is a massive part of I think 99% of businesses yeah um and I when I started doing lashes, I didn't go into it. I didn't know anything about social media, but you just learn things along the way, like you do with, mm-hmm. don't you? So how long have you been doing your business and how did you get into your business? Like what were you doing before all of that? 
So I have been working in social media for a very, very long time now. Um, and much like everybody in the pandemic, I was depressed and working for a company that I hated. Um, I worked for like a huge, massive travel company and they were awful straight up they were absolutely horrific like the pandemic just made it 10 times worse um i was very poorly i was diagnosed with a health condition and they were very unsupportive um actually kind of made me out to be a liar about it um that's awful it was it was horrific it was a really dark time in my life there was a lot of racism on the social media pages it was like in the height of the BLM movement and everything else. Um, and I was like conflicted behind or between what I stood for. And, you know, I was at protests every weekend and everything else. Mm. And then working for a social media company that like was like, just ignore it. We're not going to say anything. And it was like a real internal battle for me. Oh my so God, I didn't know that. Did that really? Did you? Yeah, it was really, it was honestly, it was awful. So we would get um tweets and comments on our facebook posts um say it what was one there was one um that like was like saying things like oh we don't see um the n-word on like our sites and things like that like they're not welcome here there were people that were like trying to say like why are you now trying to be as a company why are you now trying to be inclusive like we don't like the blacks Oh my um, God, there was somebody that was like posting like Nazi flags on the posts and stuff. So, and that's just off the top of my head. And not only the racism, but there was also just like so much anger. Mm. Um, and I was getting called like the C bomb left, right, and center. Like I was being trolled massively. Um, I got called a brainless pleb, which I did find quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Pleb. but a pleb I quite like that but yeah I was getting all of that so that's when I kind of was like you know something's got to give I'm really ill I can't commit to nine to five hours I need something that can work around me and I'm very opinionated mm. and I'm very driven and I felt like those two would go really well with running my own business definitely so um I got signed off from my job and I was because I was I was far too ill to work um, and I was like, right, I'm going to use this time to research having my own company. And then I had my own company and mm. I started it in the January. I was fully booked by the February and then I've been fully booked ever since. And that was last year. So that's that was it. Fast, isn't it? that was it was very fast paced and it's gone really fast at the same time like i can't believe that i've been a business owner like, i i honestly was like i'll see how this goes like i wonder yeah. how long this will last like i wonder when i need to start updating my cv and looking for like other corporate jobs like i wonder i'll have to go on disability because i'm i'm so ill like i was just kind of like plodding by and actually your sister was my second but the first client doesn't count that was awful um like my so my first major client and like we've always worked together ever since that point and i don't think there'll ever be a point where we don't work together yeah. so yeah that's me that's that's my business really you've done so so well like you really have don't make me cry because i'll have to go and get a nathan rush's lash fan to drop <laughs> shameless plug so i when i was in school i studied really academic topics and i went to sixth form and college and i just hated it like i just knew that i wasn't meant to do anything what i was studying for so then i left college um i didn't get any of my grades like i pretty much failed everything i did well at school but i failed everything at college and that was like three years of my life like i felt like I just wasted and that was like a really low point for me um so after college I worked in retail I had like two jobs um which I both hated like I just hated customers that talked to me like shit and I just didn't like it like it yeah I didn't like to so demoralizing like it really is like yeah. and even like the people who I worked with at that job like I got on with some of the people who were on my level, but like some of the like managers and stuff, they just speak to me like shit. And I were like, what am I doing here? But I didn't know what else to do. Um, Cause all my friends at this point had gone off to university and yeah. I was like the only one who wasn't. 
and honestly I felt like such a failure like why couldn't I have just gone on anyone else's path like why am I stuck in this miserable shop being spoken to really poorly by these people so then Naomi comes along Naomi's just the queen Naomi's my sister and she at this point she were working for a really big company and she were doing really well she'd got a degree like she would just name is very very academic and i'm like I call her naomi zuckerberg she's um, very very clever isn't she? she's brilliant yeah and then she was working with this company and then she started to do lashes so she trained in lashes and then like i remember she told me but she had like a few business ideas and like she'd gone to set a few things up and she just didn't find the thing what worked for her mm. um but when she started doing lashes she were doing really really well so that was like october i don't even know what year it were like this is like four or five years ago and then by christmas she said i'm booking you on a brow course with me in january and honestly i was so confused i was like why though i mean I, i'd always have my eyebrows done but that that's pretty much it like i would never really invested into beauty like I didn't care about it like I never okay. thought about it um and do you remember like when you were at school if anyone went off to do beauty they were sort of like shame for it weren't they? I did um instead of doing a GCSE I did like a beauty I don't even know what like a beauty qualification like yeah. a level one and a level two and I remember everyone being like do you really think you're gonna make something out of like doing beauty and I was like well I think at the time I wanted to do like stage makeup for West End and I was like well you know you've got to start somewhere yeah. and I remember like my even my grandparents were like you can't make money in beauty mm. like it was such like a shamed thing to do yeah. anything beauty related so strange isn't it I think it's mm. a little bit now um because in the last like four or five years like the beauty industry has gone crazy yeah um but yeah so we went on the brow course in January and I just loved it. I had so much fun. And then after two months, I did lashes. And in that time, Naomi were very, very busy. And I watched her do lashes and I'm like, I will never do that. Like, I just have not got the patience for that. No lashes. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not about that life. I just, no way. And I didn't mind doing brows. I also did lash lift as well before I did extensions. But then... I were very very like not busy and I really wanted to get more busier so the plan was if I did more treatments then I could get busier get more clients have more options for clients so I went on the course in March I think I did classics the course was awful like it was just a really bad course didn't learn anything but then me and Naomi just pretty much learned ourselves and like used each other to gain experience on yeah well I'm struggling with this what are you struggling with you know that kind of thing um and then by August I think I did my volume training and it all changed there I was just obsessed and I was like I need to get good at this I really want to get good at this I knew it was a really good income like if you got really busy so yeah and then everything else after that is sort of like a blur until like the lockdown um yeah. But by lockdown, I was like fully booked months and months in advance. Like that was like my career. And mm. I completely stopped doing all other treatments because I was that busy. Like it was just crazy. Um, but then we went into lockdown and that was a very, very difficult time as it was for most people. Yeah. And Nathan Lashes was born. That's just like, I don't know what happened. It was like a blur. I feel um, like the pandemic, like, it either like made or like broke people yeah. like I feel like you either came out of pandemic with like a brand new business like a brand new career <laughs> or you came out like having put on a load of, I mean I put on a load of weight in lockdown oh, yeah, I I having a business but like I feel like it went really like one of or two one mm -hmm. of two ways with like everybody yeah most people I speak to now started their business in the pandemic mm, that's crazy and I remember at the time telling people i'm leaving all right it was shitty it was a really shitty company to work for and they were shitty to me it was a stable job like there were no redundancies it's huge like the business the company's over 100 years old it's like survived wars so it was obviously going to survive the pandemic um and i remember telling people i'm leaving uh to go self-employed 
And I remember my granddad was like, you are a lunatic. You are insane. Do not come crying to me when you need money. Don't come crying to me when you need to work in McDonald's because you've left a stable job and you've started a business. And I was like, no, do you know what? It's got to work for me because I don't have another option. Like it's just got to work. I was just about to say, I think when you're at that lowest point where you've literally hit rock bottom, that is when like you can't fail. You literally have no other choice other than to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an option. Failing is just not an option. And I got to that point in lockdown as well because so we went into lockdown and you know i spent like a few weeks like because originally do you remember lockdown it was only supposed to last for like three weeks weren't it <laughs> yeah so like all of my regulars I had to reschedule them all and i booked them back in and then it was like another few weeks and then it were months and then it ended up being like five months or something didn't it like, it was crazy. wild yeah but like after a month i was like that was like my lowest point ever and like even just mentally like that was so difficult for me Mm-hmm. I'd gone from being very independent. I had a very stable income. Um, I was like, like I said, I were booked months and months in advance, so I were never not busy. Yeah. Um, and being a lash technician is a very good job. Like, it's it is really good. I think a lot of people don't realize, but if you get to a point where you're really fully booked, then it is very very good. Yeah. Um, but to have all that like just taken away from me, like all that was like all my independence. That was so so difficult, and I were like, I don't know. Like you said earlier, with the pandemic, even it even makes you or breaks you. It definitely broke me at first. Oh, like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, but once I'd gotten to like rock bottom, it were like <laughs> you can only go it back. It was almost like that, like acceptance of like, okay, I'm really really depressed. Like something's got to give. Like I think for the first month, I was like. Because I got furloughed for one month and I got furloughed in the April and I was like, this is fine. Like this, I'm actually fine. And then by the end of April, I was like rocking. Like I am not fine. I'm depressed. I'm putting away. I miss my family. I miss my friends. My best friend was pregnant and we've been best friends since we were two years old. So like, I was like, I can't see my best friend. Like this is like the hugest thing ever. And I was like, something's got to give or I'm dying. Like that's it for me. Bye, I'm done. Like, yeah, I couldn't cope. That's like the lowest point, isn't it? It doesn't yeah. get any lower. It's weird because, like, when I think about it now, like at the time, I, I remember thinking this is the worst point in my life, in my business, in my career. Um, and I was never like a really a business kind of person. But like when I think about it now, like I'm so glad that it happened. I mean, I wouldn't want it to happen again. No. But I definitely learned so much from it and. Would you have a business if it wasn't for the pandemic? Because I wouldn't. I would still be a lash technician, and there's nothing wrong with that. But um, what I do now fits me a lot better. Yeah. And it's better for me. Like, yeah. I make more money. That's like one of the main things. I make more money, and I've got more independence. I can choose when I want to work. I like, I'd go and do lashes. When I do lashes now, that's like a hobby. That's like a break. Yeah. From the business kind of stuff. Um, but no way. I was too busy to even think about doing anything else. Like it just wasn't nowhere. I couldn't do it. And when you work in like a corporate job or like a nine to five job, I was like, I mean, th- th- I'm not saying that my life was bad at all, but I was working nine to five. I had an hour journey either side. I then have to, you know, get ready for an hour. So I was getting up at like seven o'clock to be at work for nine. I wouldn't get back until eight o'clock. I had to go and pick up the dog because people would be looking after the dog while I was at work. So obviously we worked in an office. I had no free time, no social time. So like hats off to anyone that starts a business as well as having like a nine to five. I don't know how anyone does that. I needed lockdown and furlough and everything else. And that like free time and ability to go wherever taken away from me to focus on something that will now be my career for the rest of my life. There would have been no way I would have even had the time or the patience or like been awake for long enough to even think about starting a business it always been a dream for me but that was like where it ended Mm. for years it just ended with that would be nice I feel like as well when you're starting up a business it's like having a baby like you have got to give every second of your day to that business and I still feel like that now I was gonna say if you're not doing that now like give me tips because I have not 
stopped talking and thinking and breathing about my business since like before I even had my first client like I have tried everything to switch off as you know and have boundaries and I just can't and actually I'm at the point now where I'm like I don't really want boundaries I don't really want to switch off because I love it that much but for ages it was like again like a real like battle where I was like I need boundaries and I need to stop thinking about it and my poor fiance was like your business is great but like I don't need to hear about it 24 7 like can we just talk about EastEnders or something like (laughs) why do I need to hear about what happened like what posted well and what reel got over 10,000 views and I'm like because I love it whereas now I have to tell the dog before I tell you that's just like passion though isn't it like you're just really passionate about your business and you want to do better for yourself like I completely relate to that and I feel sometimes I feel like all I talk about and all I think about is work and business and whatever but and drag race and drag race but I do love it like I love it so much and it's like a hobby and I'm thinking about this the other day so I was changing some stuff on my website shout out Shopify oh Shopify sponsor us I beg oh my god imagine I love Shopify so much but like and so like you know before like if I had to go online to learn something like whatever I'd just be like I can't focus I'm not yeah if I'm not interested then I'm not interested (laughs) what what you say to me will just go in one ear and out the other um but like the other day I had to learn something and I went online I I searched for it and I found it out and then the next thing I'm like it had been like three hours and I'm still looking at other things and I'm like it's just so interesting to me and I love it so much yeah and that's like turning to a hobby so if you can manage to turn your business into like a passion and a hobby and something you enjoy doing then it can only succeed massively massively because I think if you like people always say if you love your job you'll never work a day in your life but I do genuinely believe that don't get me wrong I will continue to moan about my business to the day I die Mm -hmm. and say that it's stressful and it's hard work and I can't do it and I'm not business minded and I'm giving up because if you don't do that you're not a business owner but like genuinely there's nothing I love more than my business and like everything that is done and I also think I saw Stephen Bartlett who I love with my whole heart he said something the other day in like a podcast I was watching about a lot of people start a business because they want the lifestyle that comes with having a business they don't actually want the business and I listened to that and I was like oh shit do I actually like my business or do I just like the lifestyle that comes with it? And actually what I've realized is I don't really have the lifestyle that comes with being a business owner because I'm just that busy. I actually do love my business. And when you do get money, you just invest it back into your business. Oh yeah. Big spender over here. You know me. (laughs) I'm I'm spending like there's no tomorrow in my business at the moment. (laughs) I'm about to invest in a coach, which is like five and a half grand. Oh my Um, God. Like a business coach. But like, why would I not? yeah it's it's like if you think about it like some people might be like oh my god that's so much money like you could go on holiday you could do this you could buy a car whatever but yeah the way you see it is like well if I invest that in a year's time I might be making that in a week exactly I will be there's no might there's only will be manifest it (laughs) so we have got some questions so each episode we will have some questions from you guys and then also me and Chloe will ask each other two questions maybe more in the future but just wanted to get the first episode out there so we're going to keep it simple all right so the first question is from level up lashes shout out so she says where do you see yourself in five years Chloe where do you see yourself in five years on a yacht no actually I don't see myself on a yacht well maybe on a yacht I might own a yacht no I would love and I know that this will happen I really want my marketing agency to be at a level where I am in like three main cities so I would love to be in London and I would also love to have an office in New York because I do have clients in America already Mm -hmm. um and clients from or potential clients on my wait list from America so it is like the natural progression also i do eventually want to move to New York um and then like another major city so I really want to be like the go-to marketing agency for really like the beauty and lifestyle industry um I love lash techs 
don't take offense but i would love to be able to branch out and be working with like different oh the shade. i know the shade i know but just because i'm so <laughs> lucky and thankful that it has that i've landed myself in this position genuinely and i love like i love lash text and i love lashes and i love i actually really enjoy learning about lashes as well i think it's so mm. interesting doing the research for content but i would love to have an agency that isn't just solely for lash techs yeah that is like you know for the beauty that opens, up a new, that opens up like a new level of income if you can exactly you know have different sections in your business instead of just one exactly and i really want to have like a team like i've always said i want to be the manager that i never had yeah like i know that sounds really like pathetic <laughs> in a way you know what i can relate to that when i create products that's when i do create a product it's like i want like me three years ago to see this and think yeah i want to buy that because yeah. i was i was a uh, busy last check and i was buying stock a lot so it's like what would catch my eye three years ago if i was shopping for new lash supplies yeah exactly and i just i really want to be like the person within like the marketing world that people really want to work with and i never want to work somebody to work for me i always want people to work with yeah. me and yeah, yeah. and I, I really want to be like creating a company that can give like real opportunities to people like me when i felt like there was no hope for me like i am great at social media like not to toot my own horn but like i'm yeah. great at my job and i'm great at marketing and i'm so passionate about it and i was just that way in my corporate job but i wasn't allowed or given the opportunity to really shine and, and show my full potential and they thought i was lying about health conditions they wouldn't even give me an opportunity even if there was one there and i don't i don't want that to be the case for like the whole social media and marketing mm -hmm. industry i know that it's not but that was my experience so yeah that's where i see myself and i want to be living six months in the uk and six months in new york Oh, you're gonna smash it! I and, can see it, it. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really, really excited for like the future. Actually, I used yeah. to be very scared about the future, and I used oh, to like God. not be able to see like past the weekend. Like I would just get through mm. to the weekend, and then just get through to the next weekend, and like but I was so scared to think about my future because my future was so unsure. But for the first time in my life, like I have a clear direction of where I'm going. Yeah. I know what I need to do each day to work towards that. So exactly, you know what you need to do, and you know exactly. that you're going to do it. Exactly. So I'm very excited. But where do you see you and Nathan Nashes in five years? Um, I'm not too sure actually. Some people have asked me this before, and I feel like my answer changes each time. But I like so like a few weeks ago, I was very set on having like all these different businesses and like you know branching myself out so many different things mm. but honestly in like five years time I see myself doing what I'm doing now but just on a bigger scale yeah. I hope so anyway um but you know my business has grown since I started it in yeah. the pandemic so I think I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and I love it so much so it's not like oh no I need to do this I need to do that like I can choose what I want to do and there's yeah. like so for example for like products and stuff there's been products that i wanted for a long time but i want to make sure that i get them right mm -hmm. it's never been like oh so if someone said to me if you put this product out in the next two weeks you're not happy with it but it's going to make you a lot of money i would never do it no i'm like i am a perfectionist aren't i you um, painfully sometimes i really am like, mm. i remember researching every single ingredient to your lash bath at like nine o'clock at night just to make sure that and I gave you like a I remember we did like a list of like what could affect like sensitive eyes and what could affect this and like is this okay and is that okay and then in the end you were like no I'm not doing it I'm not yeah. because you were just not a hundred percent so but I say it's painful it's not painful it's actually great because it's a good thing but it's just yeah. hard to overcome it it's oh, very massively, like massively but i think you're gonna help that's gonna really help you in the long run because the one like i mean my granddad gives me advice every second of every day but a really good bit of advice that he said to me was do everything by the book and be a perfectionist from the beginning of your business because people won't try to tear you down in the beginning they'll try to tear you down when you've hit your five mil 
and it will be things that you did in the beginning that you had like an oversight on or you didn't you know you didn't do something exactly right and they'll be like oh she did that three years ago and I'm going to make money now from her because now she's making the millions yeah yeah exactly and I just think like the minute I heard that I was like oh my god like I need to make sure that me and everybody I'm working with I actually a little bit of tea stopped working with a client because they were doing things that were not by the book and were not great and they were taking people's money without sending orders and blocking oh, no. emails and things and i i said to them i can't work with you straight away um what, me? no it was definitely not you and it was right when i first started my business so it was like they were paying me like six seven hundred pounds a month and that was a lot of money for me mm. to lose but just morally i just could not be affiliated to a company that would do that because mm. they were you know they were doing quite well for themselves and i didn't want to even be tied to their instagram and then communications and dms and then in five years time if it ever comes out and then also like if like it did come out and people saw it so that they worked with you it's like guilt exactly. by association isn't it? and exactly so that's why i just had to say i'm really yeah. sorry but like i'm i'm out dragon stem yeah. style because yeah just out. I'm out. so tips on starting your own business J Beauty Cove, shout out. So tips on starting your own business. Um, we've I think we've already touched on this, but I think you have to start it for the right reasons. Yeah. So for my business, for example, for the product industry, a lot of people might think like, oh, I'm gonna I want to do that because I want to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like, how do I explain this? At the start, it's not like that. It's not like I that for months ever go into business into a business for money yeah it's got to be a passion and like my business it was never a passion for me until i did it yeah until naomi were like get on that lash course (laughs) (laughs) and then it it, like i really applied myself to it and fell in love with it so if you're listening to this and you're thinking like well i'm not passionate about anything or you know just try things or really think what could i be good at and then try that and you might love it you never know um so yeah you've got to be passionate about it because if you do it for the wrong reasons that will come back to bite you along the way like yeah the worst thing is like dreading going to work and just having that like feeling in your gut where you're like i just don't want to do this yeah i felt it i know you felt it yeah but like i can honestly say in my business i've never felt that like there's definitely been times where i've been like this is overwhelming but there has never ever been a time where i've been like I don't want to do this in the way that I did my corporate job um never ever I think my biggest bit of advice which I've only kind of learned within the past couple of months is when I started my business I very much put it on a pedestal of when I have this and when I achieve this then I will be happy and then I got to that point and I was expecting to be like super happy and like oh my god this is amazing and that'll be it like I'd be happy for life and like it was great but then I just wanted like the next thing and the next thing and I I kept growing so I think for me I wish someone had just told me to be realistic with my expectations of of what having a business is because it is sleepless nights and it is you know stressing about income and it is you know protecting yourself and it is saying you know I'm not going to go out that weekend because I need to save a little bit of money because I might have a short month and you know especially in the beginning at, at least like that is a huge thing so I think yeah I just I wish somebody had told me to just be like a little bit realistic with yeah. what I expected out of a business and not pin all your hopes on on a business because I've tried to do it before um and like didn't really succeed it at all before I worked in social media I actually worked in fraud investigation so I'm actually a qualified private investigator really fun um and I tried to go self-employed in that but I was young and I was naive and I didn't really know how to start a business and it failed Um, and I was really really passionate about it and really really enjoyed it but it just didn't work for me so just don't pin all your hopes on the first business that you create or the first try of your business like you're gonna have to adapt and change things all the time so you don't go in thinking yeah you have to be so thick-skinned so adaptable just don't go in thinking like this is this is going to be my one thing this is going to change my life and this is the way it's going to be forever yeah shall we ask each other a few questions yes i'm going to start with 
I'll start, I'll ask you yours first. Okay. So, I want to know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. You got it. <laughs> All right. What is hands down the most challenging thing when working with clients for you? Oh, my God. The number one thing. Um, I, I don't know if it's directly working with clients because I do genuinely work with like the loveliest clients and I have a really good working relationship with my clients. I think it's my expectations that I put on myself and my clients. And I think I can really stress myself out about things that uh, like are not a thing. So I think it is the pressure to do well for my clients. I have a really love hate relationship with social media because a lot of what I do is marketing. It's not just social media. It's very marketing based and they are two completely different things. And it's very online business management. So, you know, with Instagram, as I'm sure we all know, you could post something one day and it get like 50,000 views and you could post it the next and it would get two. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and you know, I track it and I spend so much time. And I mean, Nathan, you know, I'm always reading about the algorithm. Yeah. And I'm always on forums and I'm always watching creators' lives and things like that. Yeah. I'm always keeping on top of things. But sometimes things just don't perform the way that you want them to. And my biggest issue is if something doesn't perform the way I think it's going to, I'm like, that client's going to leave me. Mm, yeah. So I, okay. I really struggle with that. But that's not anything that like my clients do wrong that's like a real thing because I'm such a perfectionist and I really want to give the best I think yeah like with the algorithm and stuff like that I used to be very very conscious about it yeah. and like my videos got to get this many likes my this many views or whatever but I got to a point where I was like that is so exhausting and now I really just don't care no. like I read the comments and stuff and that's really nice but like maybe one video I don't get as many comments whatever like yeah. it is where it is and sometimes what I found I remember posting a video uh, maybe about three months ago and I thought we we're going to do really well and well everyone's got their own definitions of really well haven't they yeah but so I thought we we're going to do well for me and like after two days it had not done half as good as what I thought it was and I was really disheartened and then I was like whatever forgot about it because I posted I'm posting like every single day yeah and then a month later i was looking at my old videos sometimes i do that for inspiration and i saw that video i'd done really really well yeah just like over time like it had grown really really big and yeah like one of my best videos and i just thought like all that all them hours i sat wickling about that video because <laughs> it didn't do well and i didn't even realize that it actually did it just needed some time that's especially with reels like i had um i once a month meet with my clients and film content for reels that's what instagram is like pushing out at the moment and i didn't have a reel it like wasn't quite working so i had to mash together a reel for a client and i was like really like really don't want to post this but like i've got to post something so like i'm just going to put it out it's on like forty thousand views and going wow. up every day and like i literally i'm watching it in complete disbelief but it's their best performing reel and they've got less than 10,000 followers and you know everything else and yeah it's on like 42,000 views now and I'm like Amazing. at the time was like oh my god like they're gonna hate me for posting this this is not up to like standard like, I can't do it wish I'd never bloody cried about it now do you know what I'd say to that what that's business pictures, that's business pictures. <laughs> really I knew you were say that. a lot of time on a video you think it's gonna do well it doesn't do well that's business pictures but maybe it will pick up in the future. You never Spill know. the tea, okay? Don't hold anything back. <laughs> Do you have a genuine love for lashes or is it just a moneymaker for you? Like doing lashes? Um, I guess la the lash industry. Um, oh, that's like, obviously, immediately I want to be like, yeah, of course I do. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, when I, so when I was a lash tech, I loved it, but I was too busy and... I hated it. Yeah. Just to put it simpler. <laughs> I loved it, but I hated it. Yeah. Um, but when so I guess at that point I would say no. But when we went into lockdown and stuff and I was practicing at home, I was making content and stuff that I really loved because I could just do what I wanted. Like I love my clients so much, but having no clients, I think I fell in love with lashes again. Yeah. That sounds so bizarre, but that's just how it went um 
but now I really do. Where I'm at now, I have like 10 clients, but I used to have like 60. Um, so I didn't enjoy it then, but I do enjoy it now because I'm not restricted. Like, I don't think, oh, shit, I've got another 10 minutes till my client comes. I book enough yeah. time now. And I don't make nowhere near as much money doing lashes as I used to, but I've got another income, whereas before I just had lashes. Yeah. So now that I've got more freedom with time and I can say to my clients, oh, shall we try something new? Like, can I try these lashes on you? Like, can we try this length? Like, my clients are up for anything. And the good thing as well, when I had them 60 regulars, I really narrowed it down to 10. Mm-hmm. And now it's like my 10 favourites. <laughs> So, like, it's just going and seeing my friends for, like, a few hours on three days a week. And I love it so much. So, I guess, yeah, like, the product thing and everything, always. Yeah. I've just always loved it as, as soon as I started doing it. It's very difficult. And there's been many times where I've just been like, oh, I can't do this. I'm not good at this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always loved it. <sighs> Next question I have for you. Yes. Has a client ever refused to pay you? <sighs> I feel like, yes, um, this is my podcast. I'm going to be honest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, there has been one occasion um, with a client um, where she, she, ooh, they, she didn't <laughs> pay me. I only work with women anyway, so that narrows it down. <laughs> Imagine like, if you said he. <laughs> <laughs> where Nathan Lashes didn't pay me. No, I'm joking. Um, yes there has been so I was working with a client long term I think we've been working with each other for about 10 months we were very close um we'd message all the time uh everything was going really well it was very much like you are my savior like I can't do this without you uh from their behalf um really had like a really great relationship really like really liked her um probably one of the best working relationships I've ever had Mm. um and then she messaged me out of the blue uh we were meant to have a call that day everything was fine like you know everything was amazing doing really well she'd actually messaged me a couple of days before like being like oh my god I love this post like that is amazing so you know she was so happy with everything um and she messaged me saying um "I, I can't work with you anymore uh and I was kind of like hit by a truck um luckily for me I had been thinking about um dropping a client for a while so that I could really have time to focus on my business and growing the agency and everything else so it was like hit by a truck that it was her but straight away I was like this is obviously a sign like this is what I need to work on my business um anyway so I was like I'm I'm shocked but I'm you know sorry that you feel like that um you know we have a 30 day notice period so if you still want a call we can still have a call like you know we'll still be working together for the last month so if there's anything you need me to do like let me know blah 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 uh she then wasn't replying for a while and then she replied saying like i can't pay you i have no money um i can't pay you uh and there was a message exchanged and then i said you know we've been working together for so long and so closely i'm happy for you to pay the um final month's pay in installments if if it's something that you can't do up front but you know to protect my business I, I do need to have that 30 days also that was in the contract yeah it was in the contract like it is and it is like a proper contract and she never replied to me again personally I, I it really upset me because we've been working together for a really long time and I really really liked her and you know we were really close and I you know was really invested I was actually really invested in her succeeding and her business and these great ideas and you know everything else um but professionally it was definitely the right thing to do but Chloe yes that's business bitches it really is <laughs> but it really is that literally and I just as soon as that happened I was like do you know what? that's business bitches and mm. I actually <laughs> felt instantly better so you yeah. needed it to happen I think I definitely did I think it definitely that particular thing definitely taught me a lot about being so emotionally connected to clients and I really need to have like a tough skin and like I'm I am tough skinned and thick skinned but not not towards my clients I get very yeah. emotionally invested in seeing oh yeah you're gonna because obviously you've you work with them for a very long time yeah. so regular 
you know them, you know everything about their business, you are like rooting for them. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it was just that like, oh, now I have to, you know, switch off wanting, you know, obviously I want her to still succeed and be great and everything, wow. but it was that like, oh, okay. And yeah, I think I was just blindsided. As time goes on, you will reflect back to that experience and I think you'll be glad it happened because I think as time goes on, you will learn more and more from that one experience. Yeah, and I, I am still like, I look back at that and I think like, I've learned so much and also I just have more time to work on actually my business which yeah. is really nice yeah definitely so that's that's the tea with that one mm -hmm. um I'm gonna ask you a question last question final question you better be honest with this one I'm always honest I know you are yeah <laughs> I'm <laughs> brutal you, you you always are have you ever copied someone's idea whether that be for a product or a post or you know anything business related so for a product definitely not no way um like i said earlier when i create a product it's more like what i would want three years ago when i was shopping mm. for lash supplies so I really do use my own inspiration for that. Don't get me wrong, I see products all the time and think, oh, that's amazing. That's such a good packaging product, whatever. I wish yeah. I did that. But then I move on and think something myself. Like, I am very, very strict with that. And don't get me wrong, like, if someone likes, someone's got the colour blue, I've got the colour blue. Like, I wouldn't call that copying, but, like, you know, you can't reinvent. There are always it. similarities. Like, nobody can yeah. be 100% original with anything that yeah. they yeah um but yeah with like a post i definitely have taken inspiration from people like when i see like a funny video i'm like oh my god i want to create that so like a few months ago there was this girl and she created this like rap song about lashes do you remember it yeah I do. and i saw it and i saved it straight away and i was like i'm gonna recreate that with lisa for anyone listening lisa is my cousin who works for naomi and yeah we're working the next next door we work next door to each other and i'm always doing a lash she's she's a nightmare um, and i'm like i'm going to recreate that video with lisa that's going to be so funny so like i, I mean you know, i wouldn't really co call that copying because even on the description i was like oh are you so-and-so's sound yeah, like you can take inspiration i think if you take inspiration like just tag the person just give yeah. them props for like taking the inspo and then yeah. you're good to go but i mean i send stuff to claire all the time like products and like just like business things and I send it like oh, how amazing is this like I wish I did that like yeah. you know there's always times where I think oh I wish I would have thought of that but I can honestly say I've never copied anybody Good. and a little bit of tea from me yes. when I first started selling my lashes lashes were like the first product what I had and um this other company like basically said that I was copying them um and honestly like whenever I work on a new product i spend months on it it's months and months and months yeah. i have everything graphic designed you know and i speak with my graphic designer and she'll send me like 10 things and i'm like yes 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 no yes no yeah and, and then it's like we go from there and then we develop something new and that can take months and it's very expensive as well mm. um so that were like a bit insulting um and i was just like I mean, they didn't accuse me, but it was sort of like they were making like digs, like, oh, I thought these were our trays. Like, that's what they said. And I were like, well, no, because they're mine. They're yours, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then it happened again, like, after a few weeks. So I just unfollowed and never thought about it again. Like, I just, I'm a very, very positive person. Not like every single day. I have like shit days, like the next person, but like, I really do hope that everyone does well, but essentially this is my business and I'm going to focus on me. That's um, it. Why would you actively copy someone knowing the outcome will only be bad if you want yeah. your to succeed? Exactly. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anybody copy me, but, you know, like as for like products and stuff, if somebody did, I'd just be like, whatever. Do you want a little bit of tea? Go on. I definitely have people DMing me content saying, can you recreate this for me? I remember I did a post for you. This was like last May. Oh, like my content. Yeah, your content. Did a post for you. And uh, I think you shared it to your story and tagged me in it or something. And I got like 12 message requests from people saying, can you do this for me? I want the same blah, 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 blah. And I was like, 
well I can't do the same because that's Nathan's branding and yours is different <laughs> and they were like oh that's what I want so don't worry so I've right. definitely I've definitely had people asking for the same and when you did the cherries as well I had a couple of people and I was like the cherries aren't even me honey like <laughs> the cherries are Laura <laughs> like that's not even anything to do with me but yeah I've I've definitely had people in my DMs asking me to make your content for them oh, no I didn't know that I think I've just been thinking like actually do remember somebody did copy my product and so oh that right because this girl she messages me this is like maybe at the start so maybe like two years ago ish yeah. and she messages me and she says um I can't even remember who it were but she were like oh I bought your lashes um blah 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 and I can't remember if she was like saying complaining about them or saying something she didn't get on with them very well or something and I was like, oh no. And then she sent me a picture of the lashes. And I was looking at it and I was like, that's not even my lashes. And I can't remember the name, but it was very, very similar to Nathan. I think it was like Nathan, but just a, a replay on letters. Yeah. Like Nathan lashes. And it were a blue box. It looked so similar. And I, and then I was like, that's not even my product. Like, I was like, where did you get that from? And I think she said that she'd bought them on Amazon or something. But I'm not joking, Chloe. It was so similar to mine. And at that point, I wasn't trademarked. Like, my name wasn't trademarked. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. What if I go on and someone's trademarked my name? Don't you bloody talk to me about your trademark. Oh, no. You did all that for me, didn't I you? I can't cope with that. Trademarks just, I got PTSD. Well, I just thought at that point, I'd say I had, like, lashes and tweezers. So it was like... If somebody did, I would have had to start over with a new company. Like someone would have literally ripped my name away from my brand. Um, <laughs> You'd have to genuinely change like your actual name. You'd be like Peter, Peter Lashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's that's when I said to you, "Will you trademark my name? Will you sort it all out?" <laughs> um, I was very very scared. Um, I might try and find it actually because that were like. It was so bizarre. I want to see that. It was so bizarre. Like, I just, because at first she didn't send the picture. And then I was looking and I was like, oh, because it was a, prob a problem with the actual product. And I'm like, oh, you sent me a picture. And she didn't like, that's not mine. I'm like, what's yeah. that? That ain't, I don't sell that. Yeah. And I just kept looking at it. And the more I looked at it, the more similar it, it was to my original lash trays. Yeah. And I was very, very spooked by it. So I got the trademark. Everything was fine. I've not noticed anything similar. But yeah, all that were very long response. <laughs> I've definitely had my work copied for clients and for me as well, but that's business pictures. <laughs> and that brings this episode to an end. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening in. And we're gonna do these every week, aren't we? Definitely, definitely. I feel like it's a therapy session for us as well. Yeah. We've got some juicy topics coming up on the next few episodes. So, yeah. Thank, Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.